Welcome to Fado Fado, a series of stories about life in rural Ireland in the first half of the 20th century as told by members of the Ballinasloe Active Retirement Association. What is often forgotten today is that up until the late 1950s there was often a fast difference in lifestyle between Irish farming communities and those that lived in the towns and cities. In this episode, town-dwelling Sheila Lyons relays happy childhood memories of long hot summers spent in the Kerry countryside. My piece is called The Towny. When I was five years old, I came to live in Banlaslow with my parents and older brother. Up to then we had lived in the country, in a place called Clumalan, near Killarney, County Kerry. At that time it would have been a remote townland, miles from the nearest town, and my father only had a motorbike to get to work in Killarney. He was called a clerk of works, which today would be a works foreman or some such. He was headhunted by Boyd Barretts of Cork to oversee work on Bandeslow Mental Hospital, and as the money was better, he moved from Kerry and the house he had built before he got married. I think he thought he would go back, but somehow we never did. This all led to the fact that during the summer holidays, there was what we called an exchange of prisoners. It worked like this. For four weeks, I went to Kerry, and for the other four weeks, some of my cousins came to Banlaslow, and the families met in Limerick, which was halfway, and the children were handed over, thus the exchange of prisoners. I think my parents wanted me to get country fresh air or something like that. Well, for me, it was a shock. I was used to electricity, running water, toilet, shops, cinema, church, the butchers, fresh meat, and all that. In my grandmother's, they had no electricity, but I loved the idea of candles and, of course, the tilly lamp. I adored the big open fireplace where you could look up the chimney and see the sky, the crane, the black pots, and the kettle. I was fascinated by the lovely brown bread my granny made in a pot with the coals on top and underneath instead of the electric oven. As with any young person, I loved the haymaking and getting rides on the hay cart, bringing tea to the men with lovely scones, which we got to have as well. In my memories, the weather was always lovely and fine. I cannot remember a wet day. How is that? The house itself was attached, with one room running into the other and no corridors. It was all, also one story and I was used to stairs. There was a ladder going up to a room in the attic where the lad slept. I can remember the stone floor, the large table, the half door and the hens flying up on it. My grandmother would put out the dog by, si by saying, walk out dog, and the dog would go out. She was dressed in black from head to toe with a long black skirt and she wore a shawl to mess. Her daughter, my aunt Nellie, lived in Farden Four, four miles away, and she would go shopping there. I suppose to collect her pension, or did they have a pension in those days? Anyway, my aunt ran the post office there, and we went in a donkey and cart. A girl who was used to a motor car and had a bicycle of her own, off in a donkey and cart, I loved it. In order to make the donkey go faster, my granny would take a hairpin from her hair and stick it in the poor donkey. I was fascinated. Those rides will stay with me forever. Now, I did not like certain things, and you can nearly guess some of them. I hated there being no toilet. A pot under the bed, I dreaded, and having to go to the dry toilet was revolting to me too, but I managed. 
I also did not like the smell from the pigs, which were reared near the house. And of course, that meant we had bacon nearly every day for dinner. No fresh meat except on Sunday, when we had organic chicken, without knowing it. The fowl were reared on the farm, killed, plucked, and roasted. Lovely. How all the farm work was done, I never knew, because most of the ploughing and sowing would have been done by the time I got there. But another thing I remember is going for the cows in the evening. I was not up in time in the morning, but knew my uncle had been to the creamery and back by the time I got up. There was no milking parlour in those days either, and all the cows were waiting at the gate, and we walked into the cowhouse. I thought I was very important doing this job. All the cows had names, Buttercup, Daisy, Rose, Violet, etc., and they all went into the right place to be milked. They tried to teach me how to milk, but no way could I squeeze the teeth hard enough to get even one drop of milk out, and my cousin, who was younger than I, would squirt the milk at me as I passed him. Then back again later with the cows, lovely, long, lazy days. Lots of other things were exciting to me too. Collecting the eggs, watching for hens that would try to form a hatching place, hearing the cock crow, seeing all the birds around the haggard, climbing the haycocks, which was really forbidden, drinking the lovely creamy milk, going to the well for water. None of these things were in town. When I think back on those childhood memories, I am of the opinion that even though I had all the advantages of modern living as a townie, they had a lot more going for them in the country and a more varied lifestyle. But maybe that is because I was there in the lovely long summer days. I wonder what the country cousins thought of the town when they came to us. <laughs>